0: welcome to the rhythm reset this is founder and head coach alexis greco and i'm so excited that you're here and that we get to finish our story from our last module so we are in module 16 week 16 of 24 and remember within the program we will dive deep into the three main components of creating your rhythm and that is personal development home and business management and organization and planning And by the time you have completed this program, you will have the skills necessary to successfully create your own rhythm in your home and your business. So last time I left you, I had just told my husband about my immense credit card debt and was working every way possible to pay it off. Now we did end up paying that credit card debt off and I wanna fast forward you to 2020. It was summer of 2020. I was no longer in leadership in my network marketing company. I was selling product on the side to customers who wanted it, but I was kind of just laying low. I was laying low. I was in motherhood. We had just purchased our new house. All the things were happening, but it was summer of 2020 and I began noticing a few business coaches online and I was curious as to what they were doing. So I hired of my first coach ever He was a financial coach in September 2020, and about two weeks later, I hired a second coach, a business coach. Now, know this, I had never hired business coaches before. I had never even considered working someone with someone outside of my company. I did not have the extra money in my business bank account. You know where I had come from. Credit cards were obviously not an option, and floating the month, if you will, from our personal checking account was off, was off the table. So paying for these investments meant I was solely responsible when the invoice came due. So I was either going to sell a lot of product or I was going to start a babysitting job on the side. Honestly, that was my plan. That's what I thought I was going to do because I had had enough. The fire in me of entrepreneurship was still there. It was still there. And so either I was going to figure out what's wrong with me and why I wasn't performing at the level I knew I was capable of, or I would end 2020 knowing I exhausted all options. So I signed on the dotted line and I committed to give both of those coaches permission to call me up and call me out. As 2021 began, I was doing my taxes as one does the night (laughs) the deadline quickly approaches, and I ran my number three times because it just didn't seem right. It couldn't be possible. With the added expense of coaching, my profit after expenses for the last 60 days of 2020 was three X, 300% higher than the last 60 days of 2019. And only one thing changed. I had invested in 90 days of coaching. Did they guarantee me those results? Absolutely not. But I knew when I signed the contracts, I was committed to figuring this thing out. And I realized it was in me all along. I wasn't broken. I finally realized that position is not equal to purpose. So let's speed it up to 2022. My business was profitable. I'm covering, I was covering 100% of my business expenses. I had business savings to cover for business emergencies. My business contributes monthly to our family, the same amount every month for the past 12 months. No good months, no bad months, just stability in and out. And at the time of recording this, at the end of 2023, I am happy to say the same exact thing is happening. And so that's my story. And I hope in sharing it, you can know that if you need someone in your corner to believe in you, to to turn around your finances, to make your business successful, you have that in me. Someone who has been in the trenches, someone who has been soaked in the mud and who has found her way out of that. So I wanna jump into some meat and potatoes of how you can flourish in your finances. Now, let me repeat once more in this module. I am not a financial investor. I am not professionally trained in finances. This is just me sharing my story with you and what I've done and what works in hopes that you can take a few steps forward in your finances. Now, if you are looking for an expert in financial coaching, you can reach out to me via email and I would love to connect you with someone that I love referring my clients to and y'all can see if it's a good fit. So let's first start with the basics. To even begin to flourish in your finances, you need to know two main things. You need to know what money's coming in, and you need to know what money's going out. It seems pretty basic, right? And you're right. But remember, some of the most prominent emotions in relation to money are fear, guilt, shame, and envy. And it is worth spending some effort to become aware of the emotions that are especially tied to money for you, because without awareness, they can override your rational thinking and drive your actions. So I know that while what we're getting ready to do may logically seem simple, because it is, there may be other factors involved as you work through it. So I encourage you to give yourself grace. So if we need to know what's coming in and we need to know what's going out, what does that really mean? And here's how you can get started. This exercise I'm about to walk you through may take you a few days. So maybe you do one step one day or you split the step up over a few days. Take your time as you need it. The first step is I want you to look at the past three to six months of your bank statements and mark all the recurring charges. So for the charges that are frequent, but they vary in amount like food, business supplies, office supplies, just find an average for that. So this means you will open up your computer, log into your bank account, find the PDF statement option, open up the last three to six months, month by month, download the PDF, and print it out, or you could save it to your desktop. You could use highlighters and color code the charges. Maybe all the inventory that you order is yellow, food and coffee charges from going out with clients are green, uh, office supply orders are blue, etc. So look at the past three to six months of your bank statements and write down all of your income. This is step two. So step one, we looked at our expenses and we color coded them. Step two is we're looking at your income. I want you to average out your income per revenue stream. So if you are selling product on average, how much income do you get from that? If you also make commissions, how much on average do you get from that? If you have a part-time job, a full-time job, a babysitting on the side, how much on average do you make from that? You may also need to look at PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, Stripe. Does this mean you'll be looking in a lot of different places? It does, it does, but it's important to know your numbers. So we have our expenses, color-coded. We know our average income per revenue stream. And again, finding out those two things may take a couple of days, especially if you have emotion tied to your money. I should say more negative emotion. So take your time on this. It is okay to go slow with this. Step three is you're going to compare those figures. I want to know what's coming in and what's coming out. And bottom line, you should have more money coming in than what's going out. Again, this seems simple, but give yourself some grace as you work through this. Now, I just want to make a quick note. You may be in a place where your business right now, things are really good, and you're making more money than your expenses, maybe even by a long stretch. I would still encourage you to do this exercise if you do not know exact numbers right now with the intent to see where could you cut back spending and start thinking through, is there a way I could optimize my money? Meaning could you use email invoicing to save time? Would it be worth hiring a virtual assistant or an OBM, an online business manager to help you with the back end? And if you are ready to start with a fresh new system of tracking your income expenses, I will attach it to this module again, but remind remind yourself about that expense tracker. About that expense tracker. So, how do you feel about that? You might want to pause right here and come back. You might want to pause right here and come back. I am going to walk you through two more steps if you're ready to take it a step farther. But if you still need to go back and do steps one, steps two, and step three, take your time to do that. So we're going to walk on to step four. Writing down all the activities you do in your business. Write everything down. What do you do? And I want you to assign a time next to each activity and then assign a profit amount to that task. So here's what that would look like. I do three parties a week, it takes me two hours each, and I profit $100 per party. So I'm gonna give a little side note tangent right here. You may need to stop and replay some of this, and that is okay. So what it just means, what we wrote down, is you're making $50 an hour for a total of six hours of work, right? Three parties each times two hours. And you're making $300 profit each week. It's pretty straightforward. Another business example would be I share my business opportunity with five people a week. Takes me 45, 60 minutes each. So it's about five hours a week. I make on average $200 when someone joins. So if you know that one in five people are joining and you're making $200 in a total of five hours, you're making $40 an hour. Another option is I unpack and I label all my inventories that come in weekly. Takes me about 30 minutes and I make zero dollars. Another thing would be I make all of the graphics for my clients and my team and it takes me about two hours a week and I make zero dollars. So assess the tasks you're doing and the time required and I want to know how much money are you making for each task. Because if you are ready to begin flourishing in your finances, you have to know what is coming in and what is going out. Then you wanna know what exactly am I doing in my business and how much is it costing me or how much is it making me? And at that point, you have the opportunity to decide about what can be delegated, what can be automated and what can be eliminated. So what does that actually look like? Maybe you look at your budget and after getting all your numbers together, you realize you're just making ends meet. You're not in a deficit, but there's not a lot of wiggle room. You also see that you're doing a lot of penny work, work that's not making you a lot of money. Meaning if you spent your time doing an activity that brings in a dollar profit, meaning more money than penny work, right? If you spent more time doing that, you could be making more money. So what it actually looks like is maybe you make a decision that for the next six weeks, you're gonna hold one extra party a week. You know that it will put a temporary strain on your schedule, but it's something you're willing to do because you know you're going to take that extra money and put it aside so that in six weeks, you can hire a VA, virtual assistant, to take three hours of work off your plate each week. And by doing that, You'll be able to drop back down to your regular schedule of three parties a week, and you'll have three more hours to work your business in a profitable way. Isn't that amazing? So today, as we close out, I wanted to share some of the tips that when I made that decision of enough is enough, and I made that call to corporate before my husband even knew. And I revealed to him the credit card debt that I was hiding for him. Here are some tangible things that I chose to do to stop the financial spiraling. While I was in network marketing, if I did not sell enough product to earn a prize, then I didn't earn it, period, end of story. Didn't happen. If I sold a product that wasn't a top seller, I did not use use that money to order different products. I kept all of the profit because I knew that product was not going to sell most likely in the next few months. So it meant detailed record keeping, but boy was it worth it when I saw my bank account starting to grow. I decided to turn a new leaf for my business in November of 2020, and I sold over $5,000 that month. And then December 2020, sold over $5,000 as well. Why? Because I was seeing profit in my bank account, it felt good, and for the first time in 14 years, my bank account had over $2,000 in it for more than 24 hours. And that was huge for me. If I ever got a, quote, big commission check, meaning it was over 500 $600, in the past, it would have been gone within a day or two. My finances started to stabilize. And to me, that was long term. I could see that I was creating a long term stable financial future. And to continue in the transparency of that, if I hadn't have made that decision to start something new in my business finances, I would not be talking to you today. You and I may have never have known each other. And that's because I was able to take a risk in January and February of 2020 to follow an idea I had to teach women about how systems can create rhythm in their life. And I had the ability to do that because financially, I was able to go all in and step away from from my previous business because I had money in the bank. In three months, I took my inventory from $15,000 in wholesale inventory to under $2,000. And I say that proudly because I was able to sell that product. I sold excess supplies that I was keeping for quote one day. I sold all the supplies that I had, catalogs, books, storage caddies, everything. And now for me, I knew I was going from full-time in-person to full-time virtual, so maybe for you, selling off your office supplies isn't an option, but I bet you could look around your office and find things that you don't use anymore that you could sell. So five questions I wanna ask you today about your finances is one, what is one change you could make today that would improve your finances? Two, how effectively are you meeting your long-term financial goals? Three, when is your next money milestone? Four, when you're making a purchase, answer the question, why am I making this purchase? And five, consider what aspect of your finances that you are avoiding. I cannot wait to hear your feedback about today's module. Again, drop your aha moments, your wins, your questions in the Q&A link in today's email. I would love to celebrate them for you and answer your questions with that. We have reached the end of the module. And remember, my friend, we are leaders, and leadership is a blend of character and strategy. People want what you have to offer, so now is not the time to back down. As we enter the online marketplace today, commit to be others-focused. Commit to challenge the norm. Provide excellence in the mundane and go one more. We believe that character matters. We welcome the pivots, and we know that profit is good and profit used for good is better. As you go throughout your day, my friend, fear not. Look for the big mo, look for that momentum, and remember, we choose our family over our business. And as we say here in the South, y'all have a great day.